high school athletics. Whether you're a coach, athletic director, player, or parent, you need someone who supports what you do, someone who can relate to what you are going through. As a female athletic director, I always find myself in meetings with all, if not mostly, male athletic directors. I'll be honest, that can be intimidating. But I think all of us at any time can relate to walking into a room or a situation and feeling a little intimidated. When I find myself in that situation, I know I need to find an ally, someone I can trust and someone who respects me and what I bring to the table. Today's guest has been that ally for me. He also brings a completely different school perspective to the conversation since we are from two completely different schools. It's important to surround yourself with people with similar situations, but also those who are different. Sometimes I think in those situations, we can learn the most. Today's guest has been and continues to be my ally. He brings a large public school perspective to my small private school world. He also brings national level experience to the discussion. It's my privilege to introduce to you, Josh Scott. Josh, thanks for chatting with me today. You're bringing the conversation today a handful of experience. Can you please share with our audience a glimpse of your resume? Yeah, hey Jen, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, this is my 12th year as an athletic administrator. Uh, I was in Waynesville for uh, 10 years. I uh, was lucky enough or fortunate enough to get that job after being a head men's and women's soccer coach. Uh, it's my 19th year overall in education. Uh, I have, uh, what I tell people, just kind of laughing around, I have a have had a long and successful career of signing up for things I'm not qualified for. Uh, I think uh, throwing yourself in a ring, just saying, uh, not exactly sure how that's supposed to be done, but I think I can do it. And uh, it's led through uh, a, a tenure on the MIAAA board, our, our Missouri board. And um, kind of funny, I've been fortunate to attend different section meetings and different state meetings. And uh, my I need to be actively listening, uh, so taking notes I've always volunteered for, it's never bothered me, and uh, the National Association Secretary position came open about four years ago, and uh, that was just another thing that, that uh, I threw my name in a ring, and actually I was the only person in, in the United States dumb enough to follow Doug, Doug Kilgore, and uh, you know he, he will be in the Hall of Fame soon, and, and that was just one of those where... Uh, I enjoy doing this. Throw your name in. My father-in-law said, if you ever want a job, you know, apply for it. Put your name in. Tell people. And the worst thing that happens is people know you have aspirations to get it. So I've uh, just kind of uh, lucked my way through that. And I think that uh, that state leadership experience, that national uh, leadership experience allowed me a year and a half ago when the Springfield Public Schools job came open uh, to put me put myself in a in a good spot to land this job and I really feel like uh, I have one of the best AD jobs in the state. We're the largest school district. We have five high schools, uh, nine middle schools and uh, one of the things I get to concentrate on is uh, athletic director development. Um, we are uh, we have three of our five high schools uh, have their CAA and uh, two of our new high school ADs are working toward it. We have a goal of next April uh, having all five of them with it and uh, our first middle schools will uh, get their CAA and RMAA uh, this this uh, spring. That's awesome. So you talked about athletic director development. What are you seeing as being the biggest challenge for today's athletic administrators? I think we're stretched so, so thin. Uh, 
Uh, I'm very fortunate in my experience. I've been solely an athletic administrator in both school systems, both uh, here in Springfield currently, uh, but also in Waynesville. And, and I think so many of our schools across the state, uh, you have to be an assistant principal and an athletic director. Uh, we have that here, our five high schools, they're, they're a dual role. Uh, it's a little bit better here because they have us to support them with bus trips, transportation, um, you know, budgets, things like that. But you're in a, a one high school, you're working seventh and eighth grade, you're working nine through 12, you're doing discipline, teacher evaluations, and trying to be an athletic administrator on top of it. I, I, I think that is, that's number one, the hardest thing to do. And then I, I think number two is probably uh, trying to find coaches that have that education-based athletics mentality uh, and, and, and want to put the work in. You know, 19 years ago, the first fight my wife and I got into before we got married was taking a wedding date because I couldn't go over soccer camp. You know, and, and we worked in the summer because that was the expectation to work in the summer. And I think now it's getting harder and harder to find people that want to get back have the right mentality, and at the same time aren't worried about what stipend you get for every off-season, off-hour, off-summer you know, time that you spend with kids. Great stuff. So how do you how do you personally stay relevant as an athletic administrator? Uh, I'm pretty, pretty fortunate with being on our, our state board, uh, being on our, uh, you know, the national board. I get bi-weekly. Uh, emails from our advocate, Washington, D.C., kind of lets me know what's going on nationally with athletic administration. Uh, just read this morning, just saw the latest uh, from Clell Wade, uh, the AD Insider, so I, I, I don't skip those. I read each one of those. Um, I put together our newsletter for, newsletter for Missouri, so I'm reaching out to other athletic administrators nationally to try and get what are you all doing, what's some content we can get for our ADs in Missouri. So I try to keep my hand in a lot of different places, but, uh, you know, just reading anything, listening to anything, looking through the IAA. So that's uh, that's really it. Awesome. So um, talk to me about the NIAAA. Why should athletic administrators become a part of that, become a member of that? What's the value in that? Well, I think it's, I think it's twofold. Uh, number one, the hardest part of being an athletic administrator is nobody else in your school is one. You know, you're on an island, and the, the people that may have had the experience of it left our field because either they didn't want to do it, didn't enjoy it, or didn't like the hours. Uh, but there really isn't a training mechanism in your school for an athletic administrator. Uh, that's the NIAAA. That's what we do. Phil Risen, the Associate Executive Director, said the NIAAA is teaching and learning, and that's who they are. You won't find anywhere else where you find education for the athletic administrator. Their class is built by us, taught by us, and solely for us. You know, there are different things that you can probably benefit from, whether it be uh, you know, responses to intervention or cognitive coaching through your school and through that normal education process. But as far as your day-to-day -day job legalities of I it, mean, you get that through the NIAAA. And then secondly, when you're trying to ask for those funding mechanisms or the, the money to do this, to get this education, superintendents here are credit. 
And that's also the NIAAA. You can look at them and say the first non-educational institution to be accredited nationally was our National uh, Interscholastic Athletic Administrator Association, so the NIAAA. So not only is it work, is it information that can help me day to day, it's accredited, it's proven, it's continuously improved, uh, and, and it's a good use of our district's money. Awesome. So you're, you are a CMAA, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, as am I. Um, why is it important to become certified? Why would, should you tell a new athletic director to get certified? Well, I, I look at it, we're in education, right? We should be lifelong learners. Um, you should be building your craft to be the best you could. Uh, one, one tip or piece of advice that I would give any new athletic administrator, if you think you want to be in this field for a while, I requested that my continuous improvement be through NIAAA courses. And so I was able to get my CAA within two years and work on my CMAA within five. Uh, the project is not hard. It's not scary. It's, uh, it's something that you can easily get done. But if we're going to model to our coaches, continue getting better, continue getting more information, continue asking others for help or advice or how would you handle this situation, if we're not modeling that in our chair, uh, I don't believe we're leading correctly. Uh, so not only am I going to go out and take the courses, I'm going to look for the information, I'm going to study it, I'm going to go all the way through, I'm going to finish. Uh, and that's one of the things we're trying to do here at Springfield Public is let's finish. Finish everything. Finish semesters, finish grades, finish seasons, finish uh, you know games, finish everything. And getting that certification is another way for us to model that finishing and, and continuing to educate ourselves. I love that. I love that. Okay, so where do you see high school sports in 10 years? Oh, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm an optimist, so I look at some of the things that I hear out there with, uh, you know, possibly the NCAA trying to limit some, uh, some contact with AAU coaches. To me, that, that would be wonderful if we could take some of the power away from uh, the back realm of, of high school athletics to put it back in our in, in our kids. Uh, you're seeing a lot more publicly in the last three to five years about the importance of dual sport athletes. So I'm hoping that we'll get a surge back from that. That's things that I don't believe 12 years ago you really heard a lot about, but it's almost like a national campaign. You see the football coaches that are recruiting on recruiting day. You talk football track. Uh, football, wrestling, dual sport athletes. So I think I, I'm, I'm an optimist in nature. Um, I think we, we need to drive people back to the high school coaches, take that power away from the AAU circuit. And when that happens, then I think the uh, trust from parents to the high school coaches can start to go back up. Because I think we, we've seen that dip down. Definitely. You're, you're absolutely right. Talk to me about the biggest thing you've learned about yourself through your role as an athletic administrator. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is I'm willing, I'm willing to try. I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to fail. Um, you know, if, if, if there is a, if, if there is something that people probably don't like, if, if people that I, I attempt to lead or try to lead, they say Josh doesn't do this very well. Uh, I would imagine it will be uh, that I I don't make a decision quick enough. I'm not definitive enough. Uh, I like to make sure that I, I hear from a parent, hear from a coach, uh, 
Hey, thanks, Jen. Thanks for what you're doing. We're all better for conversations like this. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you all for taking time out today and listening to our stories. Until next time, I'm Jen Brooks, giving you permission today and every day to take time for you.